Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Life Abroad podcast. I'm Michael Hochberg, your host, and I'm excited to start the third episode of our show. Happy Life Abroad is a podcast with and about expats' stories told by expat spouses. The purpose of the show is to shine some light on what it means to be an expat spouse and how to adjust to a new country and their culture, what are the daily struggles in each stage of the moving abroad process, but also to create a community of like-minded expat spouses who inspire each other. Every two weeks, we'll invite an expat spouse to join our conversation and listen to their stories, share with us their tips and tricks, and be inspired by how they overcome different challenges. Because as we all know, I'm sure, the expat life comes with its own struggles. Every Moving Abroad story is unique, and they are all very interesting success stories like ours today. Uh, please stay with us until the end. We'll have a surprise for you. So now I would like to introduce Katie. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. As I mentioned before the podcast started, it's a beautiful day. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and it's May 1st, so it's a beautiful day, 70 degrees, and that makes everything a lot cheerier. Yeah, yeah. So I've already heard the highlights of your story during our last call. Um, it's a wonderful story, and I think it'll be an inspiration for all of us. Can you tell it again? Sure. So I um, am married to an Austrian. His name is Marcus, and we met um, in 2010, so we've been together about 10 years now. And I started um, studying German in high school, so way before we met, I was interested in German. And that eventually led to me doing my master's in German. And I did a two-year program, and that program was through Bowling Green State University in Ohio. But the program actually sent you to Salzburg, Austria, the very first year. So whenever I tell Marcus and I's story, everyone always thinks that we met that first year in Austria. But even though we are probably in the same places at the same time, we didn't actually meet until the following year when I went to Ohio to finish up the master's and Marcus had decided to do a study abroad in Ohio. So we, we met at an Oktoberfest um, in at Bowling Green, Ohio's uh, German departments uh, that, they, that they put on. Okay. So you were living in Salzburg for a while? Yeah, so I lived in Salzburg that very first year of the master's. That was 2009, 2010. And then, like I said, finished the master's in Ohio met Marcus, and because of that and because I fell in love with Salzburg and the Austrian culture, wanted to go back. So we actually ended up moving back to Austria, and I lived there until 2014. So tell me a little more about the, the, cultural, the, the, the culture in Salzburg. How so, was it? Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people have um, know the stereotypes of the German culture, and that very much applies to the Austrian culture as well. I'm sure if there's any Austrians listening to this, they will not be happy with me saying that because there is a little bit of a um, competition between the Germans and the Austrians where the Austrians don't want to be classified as Germans. Um, but for what Americans view, um, uh, what they think of Germans, that is very true of Austrians. They're very direct, um, very, very good at following rules, possibly a little more relaxed than the Germans at that, but very much rule followers. Um, 
don't tend to spot smile at strangers on the street. That was a little bit interesting for me coming from the Midwest where you say hi to everybody, you know, Um, but I mean, there were great things as well, but those were the big uh, things I noticed about the culture at first. And, and what are some, some more of the differences between the American culture and the Austrian culture? The biggest one I probably noticed was getting to know people. Um, I, got to know all of my husband's friends that second time I lived in Austria. And here in America, and definitely here in the Midwest, when we meet somebody and want to welcome them to the group, we really tend to ask them a lot of questions like, you know, how are you liking Austria? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? How many siblings do you have? And that's how we show that we're interested in that person and how we try to be polite. Whereas in Austria, the exact opposite was true. Um, apparently, it's considered rude to ask a person that you don't know a lot of questions about themselves. You know, of course, you can talk about the weather and you can talk about current events, but you don't want to get too personal too quickly. Mm. And for me, that was I didn't know that. And so when I started meeting all of my husband's friends and nobody was asking me anything about myself, I thought they really just didn't care to get to know me. And, you know, there was a few tears shed in those first couple of months as I just thought nobody, nobody cared about me. Nobody was interested in me. And eventually I learned they were actually just trying to make me feel comfortable and be polite. So it helped to know that. So what would you say was the thing that helped you to adjust the most? It definitely helped having my then boyfriend, now husband there, you know, he was very patient with me and helped to understand, helped me to understand a lot of the differences that I wasn't aware of, like that question asking difference. Um, and also just time, you know, the more time you spend somewhere, the more you adjust and you get used to different ways of doing things. It was really important for me to have a community of other expats while I was living there. Um, because as much as you might love the culture, sometimes you just need to vent about the things that drive you crazy and you need to vent with people who also are having those same, same frustrations. So I joined meetup groups and things like that for expats. And that was a big stress reliever for me, finding those friends who were going through the same things that I was. And what about moving back to America? Did you have another culture shock going back? Yes, that was actually a lot harder. So I was over in Austria for four years altogether. And while that first year was a big adjustment for sure, I eventually fell in love with the country and the culture. You know, there were so many great things about it. Like um, I love how everyone in Austria is outside all of the time and they walk everywhere. Um, they're so connected to nature, you know, no matter your age, no matter your level of fitness, everyone's walking, everyone's going mountain climbing and bike riding. And when we moved back to America, I really missed that outside time and that my walks every day and my bike rides and just feeling, you know, you feel it in your soul when you're outside in nature. And I really missed that coming back to America. So would you say that being in the nature that helped you to adjust to the country also? Yeah, that was something I loved. You know, I didn't, I started off with the things that were hard for me, but there were, of course, many things that I loved. And, and yeah, that was just wonderful in Austria. We'd go mountain climbing, you know, multiple times a month. And I had a bike and I went for runs along the river. And if anyone of your listeners has been to Salzburg, 
it's just like a fairy tale town. There's a castle perched up on the mountain with a beautiful turquoise river running through the city. And if anyone's seen the movie Sound of Music, that's where it was filmed. So, yeah, it's just it's beautiful. And uh, how long did it take you to adjust uh, living back in the U.S.? To be honest, probably about a year. My husband actually adjusted faster than I did. Um, I... I had a very hard time. It was, it was, I was, of course, very happy to be back with my family and my friends. That made me, you know, you feel great when you're around people who talk the same as you and who know you and who understand why you are the way you are. But I really missed the way of life in Austria. You know, in Austria, things are closed on Sundays. There's no, it's changing a little bit now, but for the most part, there's no stores open. And, Overall, the pace of life is just a lot slower, and it almost felt overwhelming to move back to America where everything was just more chaotic and busy and everyone's go, go, go. And right. I would say it took me about a year to finally be fully happy to be back. And and what would you say helped you to adjust to the U.S. the most? You know, what was the, the best strategy or, or thing that you did that helped you the most? Well, for me, I really like to turn to books when I'm feeling kind of out of sorts. So I read a lot of books about culture shock and reverse culture shock, which is when you experience culture shock going um, back into your own country, which I'm sure you know. But it just helped me to feel like I wasn't crazy, you know, that there were other people who had felt the same way I did and to realize that this was going to pass as strange as it felt for me right then. Other people had gotten through it. So that's just whenever I'm experiencing anything kind of, you know, that I'm having a hard time with, I always turn to books or Internet articles to kind of get that validation that that I'm not crazy and that I'm not alone. And that really helped me. Right. Right. And uh, would you move abroad again if, if you had the opportunity? Oh, for sure. It is, you know, as we've kind of seen on this call, it's it's definitely a lot of ups and downs. You have culture shock going there. You have reverse culture shock going home. But that in-between time, it's just eye-opening. You know, you get to learn so much about your partner's culture and kind of how they tick and why they think the way they do. You get to learn another language. You know, even though I studied German in school, um, Austrian German is a totally different dialect. So I really got to immerse myself in the dialect and I can now understand it with no problem. And you get to meet all their family and it's just an adventure. I would, you know, I, I really do enjoy being back here with I live about a 10 minute walk away from my, from my mom, which is great, but I know at some point we probably will live in Austria again. So we're kind of just taking it year by year and seeing where things take us. Okay. And if you could give some advice to our listeners, maybe they're planning on moving to another country or they're in another country, they're having trouble adjusting, what advice would you give them? I would say be open and be patient with yourself. So with being open, just remembering that, things aren't going to be the same as they were at home. And rather than judging them, which I think we all tend to do, try to be curious about them. Um, A lot of the things that drove me crazy at the beginning, um, for example, the Austrians like to open all their windows in the winter to get that fresh air in. Um, And I thought that was crazy because it was, you know, zero degrees outside. But 
after a couple of years, I started to see the benefits of it. And now we do it even here back home in America. So being curious instead of judgmental, I would say, and then um, being patient with yourself, like I said, realize that it is an adjustment period. You're placing yourself in a totally different way of life. And there's going to be days where you love it. And there's going to be days where you hate it. So on those days where you hate it, don't think that the world is ending. Realize that this will just be a short time and you probably will feel, feel better the next day. Right. Okay. So, uh, Katie, would you tell me a little bit about your business and maybe if you have something to offer our audience? Sure. So um, we have a blog. It's called A Culture, A Piece, as in one culture per person, American and Austrian. And we like to write about all of the things we've experienced with having two different cultures. I'm sure all of your listeners who are in an intercultural marriage know there are definitely a lot of ups and downs and there's some funny stories and our blog is more humorous and we like to write about the the, the funny stories that happen, the language mistakes, etc. Um, we have an Instagram account and that's at a culture, a piece. And if they want to follow our newsletter, they can just go to our website, aculturaapiece.com, and sign up there. And we're working on getting some PDFs for them to download and other um, other articles that should be able to help them. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Katie. It was, it was very insightful. And thank you all for joining us this week on Happy Life Abroad Podcast. We've also created a dedicated Facebook group with the same name, Happy Life Abroad for Expat Partner and Spouses, a safe place where anyone can share their experience and get some support and inspiration from other members. Find us on Facebook and join our community. Also, I uh, just wanted to give something back to our community. As mentioned, I am offering a complimentary cross-cultural coaching session and a 30% discount on any of my coaching packages visit the website at highmountainproducts.com and contact me through the form or by email. And so until next time, stay safe and stay at home. Bye.